Hello, everyone. This is Tone, a.k.a. I Speak for Tone, and... This is Megs, also known as Black Maggie. And how are you guys doing today? So we're coming to you guys with something we haven't done in a while. Yes. A normal conversation. Come on. Let's talk. All right. So we was actually, uh, we was going through Margaret's uh, cell phone, something that we rarely do, but she's always in, so why not? Uh, and, uh... You know, we she has this craft page that she's a part of, Black Women Crafting, what it's called? It's called Black Girls Craft. It's one of the dopest Facebook groups on the internet, period. Like, all of the inspiration, um, even when, like, the crafts that I did for the wedding. Oh, that's where that came from, huh? It came from there. Yeah, like, I want you the, to leave that group too much inspiration. <laughs> the inspiration that I did. Because, yeah, like, we... I kind of got down a little bit. Yeah, uh, you, you did a lot. A lot of crafting. I had people thinking our gift box was a cake. Um, she tried to get me involved. I wasn't really into it. Yeah, you didn't help. Crafting's not really my thing, so. Helping craft ain't your thing either. No. But it's fine. But uh, anyway, one of the ladies in the group actually took, she wanted a, to, a different interior in her car. She took apart the door panels and did the work, like painted it all and put it back. And yeah. was, and like and so then someone made a comment and was like, "Y'all taking apart cars now too? When I tell you, black women can do anything." And I felt that. No, they really can. I completely agree. I feel like black women are some of the most talented creatures ever created on this earth. Uh, you know, and they are. Of course, that's you know, Margaret may know some people who know me know black women are actually my favorite things. <laughs> on this planet things yes I say things just because it's like well, like I don't, I, beyond it's, people it's, yeah beyond people are all inclusive got it okay right. beings I think beings, I like better beings yes but that only involves beings I mean things as in inanimate like, objects as well stuff too yeah. like if you had to pick right like three like, things you take it to the island exactly you right. pick you black know. woman book yeah, exactly like, canteen exactly so okay. it's an all inclusive term for everything that exists got it yeah so I and I I think that um, when I think about I I wanted to share kind of my philosophy on black womanhood. Okay. And one of the genres of music that I identify with the most is hip hop. My very first like introduction to hip hop was through my father, and it was Cool Modi, Wild Wild West, and I was like three or four. But it was like, it was a mandatory thing. We're in the blazer. We got to play Wild Wild West. It was her decision, and she made that decision. And finally. I just had to listen to it. Like, we got to. Um, but the the concept of hip-hop, something out of nothing, I think that black women are the complete embodiment of what we hope for hip-hop to be. Right. To yeah. touch all things, to reach all things, to be, you know, uh, a thing that is the embodiment of, um, you know, originators and people that that don't mind um, creating when space has not been made for them. Um. So I that was just kind of like what the intro that I want to do. And I wanted to let you all know that um, I'm going to be working. Well, I'm not going to be working. I'm almost done with season one of Black Maggie podcast. Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of wanted to debut and share the conversation type with you. Yeah, she's been dragging me along this thing. You know, I'm I'm a procrastinator at this 
spirit of my soul. Yeah. I am a procrastinator. So it's one of those things where she's like, come on. And I'm like, now? Like, yes, because I know if it's not now, it's never going to be never. So, you know, yeah. I'm dragging along behind her to do this, you know, podcast with, well, not do it with her, but help her with it. Yes. And uh, teaching her some of the tricks in, of the trade. Uh, when it comes to the sound system, yeah. Right. So you are my producer, and I don't name you in my podcast. No, I'm fired about every day. You get fired and rehired. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Only but, when she needs something. You, well, yeah. So. But other times, like, you, you do a lot. I do. I have an opinion. I have a very strong opinion. You forget that it's not this podcast. Yes, I do. And so then you jump in, but um, I'm excited. I am, like, more than halfway through with everything, and it's coming together nicely. So I figure that it would be good to kind of let the original podcast audience that, like, the first people to hear my voice know what else I'm going to be doing um, besides these movie reviews that we've been bringing you. Hopefully you like them. Um, and I'm excited. So I'm going to share with you something that I do on Black Maggie. And it is the vibe of the day. Oh, okay. Go would ahead. You, would you like to know the vibe of the day? Sure. The vibe of the day is stretched cotton t-shirt. Okay, really comfortable. Smells nice, fresh out of the dryer. Like, that's the vibe. It's the vibe of the day. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So you thought that the vibe was going to be, like, amethyst and, like, uh, you know, ascension. You thought that, right? Um, I had no idea what the vibe. Like, I've been on a couple of these conversations. I'll be honest with you guys. Uh, I zone out a little bit just because... Uh, it's not really like so. Her podcast is amazing in its own right. Thank you. But for me, it's like I don't really know what to do, and so I kind of just sit there. Well, it's your first time producing, right? And so she's like, "Hey, you got to be interactive." I'm like, "I didn't know producers have to be interactive well, in these moments." So, so, so let me. So let's let's talk, right? This is like BTS. So it's not that I need you to be interactive. I just need to know that you are listening actively. Oh, always. And that you are, like, catching what I'm saying in case something sounds... I need to know you're Most listening. assuredly. But sometimes I look over and you'll be, like, picking lint or, like... That's because it's an active listening tactic. Okay. Um, I need to be active in order to listen. If I'm sitting too still, I'm probably asleep or I'm in a different planet. But it's important you. that we're as efficient as possible because right like this makes two podcasts in the studio at once. Like two podcasts that we're doing um that come from three. Here. Three podcasts. Yes, I I've done one episode thus far. Oh, you put it out? I have not put it out yet. Okay, I'm it's working coming. on it. Are you it's... gonna so so here's the thing with Black Maggie, I'm recording all of the, the No, whole so mine is not gonna be like that. Well, I'm going to record my episodes, but they're being put out, like, as I feel they need to be put. Not feel. There's going to be a scheduled thing. Right. But it's not going to be all at one time. So it's different than yours. Got it. Okay. Um, yeah, so but, we just have to be as efficient yeah. as we can because the only recording time that we get is nap time. Yes. Uh, yeah, June's still around. She's here kicking it with Well, me. also, I'm up later than she is t typically. So oh, yeah, I'm that's able true. to kind of get my stuff out then. Uh, yeah. 
So, I mean, but that's the reason why I'm like, when he's producing, when I need him to produce, or if it's a topic that I need, a second voice, I need him on his game. Yes. And, yeah, and I try to be. It's his first time at the job, you know, give him a little grace, but. Oh, I'm a beast. He I'm no grace. But, oh, I get inspired all the time. But, I mean, I'm so excited because you all know, like, you all have, some of you have been on the journey with us with the TNM podcast, and you've seen. We have recorded on phones. We've recorded on laptops. Oh, starting off this thing uh, back in 2017 was rough. It was really rough, oh. and but it was fun because we we stuck to it um, to a level that was comfortable for us. Yes. Um, and we kind of had like a like a ride or die, get it out no matter what thing. Um, so some of those episodes sound horrible. Oh, absolutely terrible. I have requested the retirement of at least 10 of those episodes. We got up to what, 21? I believe. No, we had almost 30 episodes. Did we? Yeah. Well, we got, and it was one of those things where it was like, like she said, it was terrible recording. Mm-hmm. I was learning as I went. Uh, she was kind of learning, learning as she goes because our, our, so our podcast sometimes were stale. They were because, but but you know what I think, why? Hmm. Because it was taking us out of our, like, real character. Oh, yeah. Because we were talking about people, and we're not even the type of people that talk about people If we do talk about people, we can't say it on air. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, we, I'm, here's the thing about me. I think that on air, I'm a whole lot more chill when it comes, like, I'm, Mark will call me mean. I would call myself observant and honest. Uh, yeah, but then nobody asks you. I think that that would be, the, that's the thing that always wears me. Like, nobody asks us any of these things. Exactly. It's an opinion that's not really requested. Therefore, yeah. I it's couldn't a, really. It's intrusive. Like, it's right. like, yeah. So I, I think that taking the shift away from that and finding a niche in like the movie reviews, because that's stuff that we like. And we can talk theory and we can talk like, <laughs> Um, like past performances from the actors and things like right. that. I like I like the direction that we've taken now. But also in my on my own podcast, it's not going to be necessarily talking about people, but it's going to be a little bit of more of my own personality unleashed. Yeah. It's not going to be completely crazy because my mind is crazy in there. I don't want to invite nobody to the complete. Um, but. You know, I'm gonna give y'all a little bit of what happens in there. Margaret is a little uncomfortable right now. I'm I can't not uncomfortable, but let me tell you how he does me. Right? We said, "Oh, okay. Well, let's let's debut Black Maggie on like let's do an episode of Black Maggie," and then it has flipped. No, we did not do that. As we said, "Hey, you said, hey, let's record." Yeah. I said, "Okay," and then when we start recording, we're like, "Well, this can be a debut Black Black Maggie," and I'm sitting here like. When did that? And I'm just rolling with it. I never I agreed we to were, anything. I thought we were on the same page. How? Okay. You didn't even ask. You just said something and expected it to be. That's how our relationship works. I don't know why. It's just how it goes. You say because something. you love me and you're very kind. Sometimes. But you just say something and then you'd be like, that's how it goes. And I'm like, I'm not going to. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to argue with that. And that's pretty much how it rolls. But I'm going to tell you, I feel like you have known that about me. Oh, yeah. I don't mean, I don't, I'm not like that to be mean. I know. It's just who you are. You, I always said, I said this since I met her. She's bossy. She's, she likes control. I'm not bossy. I am assertive. And, and bossy is a misogynistic word. I'm sorry. Thank you. Sorry. 
She's assertive. Thank you. And she enjoys control. And wow, that's fine. It's the truth. I mean, I just, I just have a vision. That's all. It's not that. It's so okay. So let's talk about the wedding a little bit because we haven't caught up with people. So like, what, what is it? Okay, like I don't mind talking about it, but I'm trying to like, what is it to talk about really? Assertiveness. I never. I. I was on board the whole time. Exactly. So I got like what I wanted. Hmm. Right. That's all. What I'm am saying. I just like? Why would I say like I don't? I'm not one of those guys that's going to come up and be like. I don't think the wedding should be that way because. But, but you make me pay for bad decisions. I do. You do. Yeah. Because we we got a um, an article written about our wedding. I told her I don't think we. I mean I don't know why, but I don't. I said I don't think that's a that's the best thing. I don't want that to happen essentially. And she was like, "But Tony, it'll be great and inspirational." I'm like, mm, "All right." You know my argument. That's my argument. That's the extent of my argument. <laughs> so, and the only reason I felt like that is because people said it. People said it like. People and should hear this story. I don't listen to people, as she would tell it's you. It's not so. that it, you know, it wasn't a matter of me listening to people so much as it was like, I don't know. I have a servant's heart. Yeah. So the article. It was just, happened, a, it was in a heart. And it was. It was in April of the let's just, pandemic. Fast so it forward, like, it made her bad. cry. <laughs> fast forward past everything we end up making her cry okay and not for a good reason all right and that's what we are saying like it's one of those things where like it made me cry the way that you reacted no 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 you started crying before i reacted and i was like what do you want me to do and i end up saying that's what happened like essentially i said well, that's the, what you get that's what you get exactly <laughs> I said that, but to be fair, it is. It's, I said it already. It I, is, and that's fine. And I'm a big girl, and I can deal with my consequences. It's not me being me. Like I said, I'm honest, and and I am honest, and I say, what's the word that I'm trying to use when you are, like, just you don't really have a filter when you're telling somebody the truth. Oh, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. That I mean, I'll accept that, okay, but that's not yeah. what I'm. No, that trying. wasn't the word. That's Same. Not, you know what I'm saying. All right, you know the word I'm trying to oh, say. Oh, it's a jerk. <laughs> All right, no, no you know. <laughs> Obviously, she still feels some type that of way about my and response no. to the article, everyone. <laughs> uh, but no, but like, I, I don't mean I don't do that to be me. It's just that I my visions come to me. And they are so strong that I just feel like I have to. I feel compelled. And most occasions, my fa- my family. I'm a, so. Then we were talking about we were in the in the wake of Chadwick Boseman um, yes. passing, and like us not knowing anything about his business. Like it wasn't our business to no. know, but like it was just shocking. And I love that. Yeah, it was just I shocking how quiet his circle was and how like respectful they were of his privacy and everything right um that speaks to like the 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 level of respect that they had for him to make sure that they kept it tight and it's like lord please make sure that you keep people like that around me and us at all times yes but um we it made me look through pictures because 
Black Panther came out, I want to say a week or two after, like a few weeks after the, the baby, baby was, was born. born. Yeah. And it was so important for us to go to that movie. First of all, we had planned it long before we even figured out that we were pregnant. Like, yeah, we I, were, yeah. when I first heard, I was like, we're going to that thing. Oh, yeah. uh, it comes out February. It's going down. Yeah. And then she was pregnant, and it was like she's her baby come February. So the baby's coming February sixth. Yeah, that's cool. So how are we get into Black Panther? Exactly. <laughs> it was just like okay, well, how are we gonna work that out? Right. And then it was like uh, my mom and his sister were like, oh, let's you know, I'm gonna help you get acclimated. It was like, hey. so since y'all here. And Black Panther is out. Y'all mind? Uh, Y'all might as well. I mean, and you know what? And so, and I just want to go on record with this. So I made a. We have a little private group, um, where we share pictures of the baby because the people that are on our uh, regular Facebook page they don't care about all that. And so we try not to clog up our timelines with like super personal moments, and we keep pictures of our son. Um, off the general consumption internet, right? But we have been so tired and we have not really had real date nights. No. Like real time away. And the, like the couple of times that we did was a very brief. You'll see it. But I said in that post that there are no free tickets. Oh, I mean, no. I, wait, I want to rescind that statement. Oh, okay, go ahead. And that uh, his auntie. Okay, which one? Yes, sister. Oh, yeah. You're talking about which one? I'm I have so, no siblings. You're right. And you I have, have all brothers. One, you have one sister. one sister. Well, I have two sisters. You have two sisters. You do. Yeah. But you have one, one sister. sister that has interacted right. with our son. Right. And that's old enough. Because she's yeah, she like just, yeah. she she just, just got, got into like adulthood. Same age as her. My, she, same age as my other sister daughter. She ain't trying to watch no kids. Nah, well, so but like, you know, I was watching kids at 15. So. Yeah, babysitter club style. I'm talking about like you didn't be, but anyway, I rescind right. that statement. Uh, Mimi and Auntie, yeah, they got tickets because we yeah. got a chance. When I tell you, like, I was still in so much pain, um, and like I could barely walk and all of that stuff, but it was just like, I'm gonna put wrap my stomach around with all of the stuff. Saran wrap. Saran uh, wrap and glue, whatever else we put around it. You know? And um, I had to ride in the back of the car because I couldn't sit in the front seat. I'm driving 20 miles an hour. And I'm hollering because I feel like everything in me is like sloshing around. Yeah. But we did all of that and we got to the movie and got it there. was the most spectacular sight. And I got a chance to sit next to the football coach from my alma mater. Oh, really? Yeah, that's who was on the other side of me. Oh, I did not know that. Okay. We Look, I had a whole life going on She did. I, because I couldn't move. So I was stuck in a seat. So I'm going to just talk to whoever. Plus, my it. observant nature is very limited. Like, as long as she's not in trouble. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> no, so I was smiling. So you were yeah, probably just didn't like, care. I didn't, you know. Um, but yeah, the like, dude could have been flirting with her, and I'm like, as long as he ain't punching her. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm from, saying like I'm the, just no, I'm just saying university. in general. I'm saying in general. I like, mean, I know, but I'm saying yeah. he's the football coach from the university. Like, um, he was there, and my university is extraordinarily white. Right. Um, but he was there with his wife, and okay. it was just like it was such a good time. <sighs> yeah, Everybody was. was there, and I will say that the Black Pan- Panther is to me is is very much more amazing on the big screen than it is at home. And I think it's still a great movie at home, but 
you get a different sense of it at yeah. the movie theater than you did at home. And yeah. and that really what made the movie. Yeah. You need the sound system. You mm-hmm. need to hear the stuff coming from different angles. Like, you remember when they used to highlight all the, uh, when they used to turn the lights on, all the uh, the speakers? Yeah. Like, you need all those speakers mm-hmm. yes. for, the, for that movie to feel yeah. it the way you did. And it was good because I'm sitting next to him. And, you know, I like the... I like to make points when I'm in certain films, which is why I stopped going to certain kind of films. But I like to make points. So, like, in uh, Hidden Figures, this is a tangent a little bit, but in Hidden Figures, she was like, I got to work so hard, like, just to get into the room. I said, mm. <laughs> Out loud in the oh, theater? Oh, yeah. Everybody heard you. Oh, yeah. That was oh, for the that was for the people that were sitting around. Yeah. The, you know how, like, it looked like you somebody was You were hoping that the other people and heard like, you loud. Mm. This is, mm-hmm. this is a mess. This is a mess. Still to this day. So I like to give a little bit of black theater experience to my uh, Caucasian cousins that show up to black films. So then they know which points. Like the, if That's you're why I only here take taking her to notes, action movies. That's why I only take her to action yeah. movies. That's it. I won't take her nothing. I know. Because if you came here like and you wanted to like soak up some culture. Nay, I can't. I'm going to let you know yeah. which part, like where to mm-hmm. take notes. I'm not taking I did nothing. the same thing in Harriet. It was for work. But... I bet you did. That's why I wasn't taking like Harry. Come on, like that's nice. We'll see that. <laughs> like we're gonna see that. That's at cool. Who like, it happened? I said. Mm. <laughs> I just got in my spirit, but but back to the point. Oh shoot! Um, I'm sorry, everyone. Go ahead. Back to the point, though. Uh, I don't even remember the original point. We were just talking about Chadwick Boseman and, and the importance uh, yeah. of Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and just and that wasn't the um, that is. That and a message from the king mm-hmm. are the only two movies of his that I have seen. Like I've seen him in like the Avengers stuff. I did not see Jackie Robinson movie or the James Brown movie now, or Marshall. He looked interesting in the James Brown movie, and I just couldn't get with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I tried. I wanted to. I'm like, I'm about to go see that. And then I kept looking at him like, I don't think I can buy into that. But it's just He did a great job though, I heard doing it. It's just Yeah. But I like I like him. I feel like if I were to compare a um now we're slipping back into our movie mode, right? Okay. But if I were to compare an actor or actress, um, Angela Bassett, I feel like she has played like the iconic women um, of our culture well. And even when she wasn't playing an icon and she was playing a, like a, a certain slice of black woman, we knew her. Yes. You know what I mean? And I feel like comparatively Chadwick Boseman had that, um, that style of approaching act. So the, the movie that I do want to see is the five bloods. Okay. Um, I want to. It look. It's long. Can I? Can I talk about Angela Bassett real quick? Oh, you want to jump on? Okay. Yeah. So. Well, can, so can I finish this and then we and then we can we close out Chadwick and then we get the Angela. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Okay, so the closeout for Chadwick is I want us us to watch the Five Bloods. Okay. And I want that to be our next. Um, okay. Movie Five Bloods. Review. Okay. All right. When okay. did that come out? It's been a while, but it okay. was long and Spike Lee. Oh, that was the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I kept like, oh, we should see that. And you like, how long is it? Three and f- three and a half. Okay. Yeah, as long as a joke. It's, that movie kids. is that movie is. I seen how long that movie is about three hours. Some crazy. It's two hours and it was you like forty minutes. You always talk without looking at me and be stepping on my jokes. 
Your jokes are. I said it was as long as the Joe Budden podcast, and you just walk. You just walk. Yeah, because right I don't really. I don't know how long. Like Joe Budden, like she, Margaret, listened to Joe Budden podcast in sections, so I don't really know how long they are. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but I listen to the whole thing. Oh uh, yeah, you do. But it's being. It's like thirty minutes here. 20 minutes there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It could be four hours. It could be two. I don't know how long. <laughs> I appreciate what they do over there. No, they do a great job. It's very educational when it, it comes is. to like how to keep a conversation. I love Joe Budden podcast. I haven't listened to it by myself because I listen to it with her. When I listen, yeah. yeah. But Which is it. hilarious because he's always like, all oh, the girls left. Like I'm like, y'all don't even know. Yeah. Y'all don't even but know. She hang out with the boys anyway. So I am that. Uh, you were talking about Angela Bassett. But Angela Bassett. Angela. So, we talking about her relation, like how she, her relation, her acting relationship to Chadwick Boseman, like how it parallels. Mm-hmm. Mm, her as Tina Turner gave me the same feeling as seeing Chadwick Boseman as James Brown. Well, that's because you didn't watch. Did you watch the movie? Yes. D- okay. I felt like that until we got to the final scene. Okay. And I think that it's probably the same. Like, people have said the same thing. Like, they felt weird until you got to the performance mm-hmm. scene. Like, where you take the... It's an artist playing an artist. And yeah. you get them into that artist's element. Yeah. And then that's when it pops out. Okay. And you like, ugh. Because when you get to that final scene and what's love got to do with it and you show the side by side and how much she nailed it, it reminds you of how Eddie Murphy nailed Rudy Ray Moore. Right. When they were doing the side by side of those scenes of the of the movie, yeah. like it lines up. Yeah. When I tell you them people, all these people we just named can act. Oh yeah. I mean I'm not saying I'm not I mean, saying she couldn't act. No, I'm just no, saying no. The, the 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 visual. The visual, yeah. But the yeah. visual comes to life when they start embodying the, got you, the, the movements. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I think also the problem is we got Jamie Foxx as um, right. as Ray and he embodied that role to the point of every single piece in detail he is an impossible. Right. And like it's hard to like it's, it's yeah. you comparing that him to some, it's hard to do that even though she came out first before him yeah. you watch that and then you go back and look at Tina you're like mm, I don't know like, <laughs> well yeah but right. it's like, but but Jamie yeah. is an impressionist no, for, I the know. Purpose, for the I know. purpose of comedy right? right and so then that's a whole different animal because you have to not only sell people on you being whoever that person is right. you have to sell people on you being you embodying whoever that person is to the point that it makes you like laugh at the similarities yeah. and the nuance of what whatever that thing is because that's the that's the thing they hone in on most right. of the quirks. Denzel and Malcolm X is another one where I'm like, you know, that's insane. Like for the like, well, what do you mean by that? Because like, because like, Denzel embodied Malcolm to the point of like, yeah, it was terrifying. Like. Yeah. You know, um, it's almost like he method acted, acted his butt off if that was happened. Like he was, he was him. Yeah. Down to the like when I heard when I hear Malcolm X like speech on, on you know what I mean, like 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 recording. Yeah, recordings, and yeah. I listen to then I like watch the uh, Malcolm X movie with Denzel mm-hmm. is like to the down to the yeah to the they small I, intricacies of his voice the work that um artists that that practice in the area of acting yeah do is so um it's almost like 
them being like living museums. Yes. For these icons. I agree. And like, especially when you look at them being able to follow the time lapse. Right. So they're not just this person now. That's right. one thing to do. They are this person from the earliest point that they can get, right? Mm-hmm. Through to the the last time, like, no. Yeah. And that's a lot of, that's a lot of skill. That's a lot of talent. Yes. And I'm just, I think that that was the thing that, that made at least me sold on the format that we have now for the TNM podcast. Right. Is an appreciation for that level of artistry um, because it embodies a lot of different um, practices. Yes. Um, and it, it, uh, is a sensory thing and right now while we are in a kind of isolated and strange times i think it's important for us to maintain our senses and these people that do this work help us with that tremendously very much so very much so so and i agree with all that and please catch our uh you know our movie reviews Mm -hmm. so we were talking about how women can do anything right are we going back to that because we originally had I mean we time. were but I yeah. thought we just established I mean, you, Which, I what, mean and where you at now that's that's the truth that's the podcast right that's the <laughs> and that's the end yeah. no um I was just going to say because this is a conversation me and her was having before we started the podcast what made us start the podcast mm-hmm. is that um I don't know it feels weird now uh I was going to say uh, black women can do anything and they believe a lot of them believe they can do anything. They have been they have been raised and brought up to say, hey, yeah, you got to be able to do anything to make it out here. Well, so then, yeah. And that's the truth. So my dad, he is hilarious and he follows um, some of what we do. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of what I do, he follows. And um, I've been on a journey with this skateboard in which I have ordered my wheels and trucks for those that are keeping up. And I also have my clear grip tape so that I can have mm-hmm. my um, my nice plain deck at the top. But he's been following my journey with the skateboard. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, he's an alarmist when it comes to things of physical danger. Yes. Um, well, like, he was a firefighter. so He was a firefighter my literally my entire life. He started the job like just before I was born. And he will always tell me a thousand ways to die on whatever it is that it looks like I'm about to do that's fun. And so he he tears that up for her and she knows yes. I want to do it. And so in my rebuttal to him is just like, you should have never told me that I could do anything. Right. Because I believed you. And right. so I'm going to try whatever. Because, I mean, what's the worst that can happen? I mean, you know. Yeah, but I'm saying though, like there's a there's some stuff he's been able to talk me out of. He was able to talk me out of a motorcycle, mm-hmm. um, and I understand that because we're talking high speeds and we're talking traffic and we're talking a lot of like unknowns and a lot of variables. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, and two wheels. It, I mean, but I ride bikes. You know bikes and motorcycles, but it's two different things yeah. because of the speed and like mm-hmm. the you know it's gasoline and you stuff can blow that, up. Right. There's a lot of things. Um, I let him talk me out of that. But he's not going to budge me on the skateboard. Skateboard has no gasoline. It doesn't go no. too fast. It's um, only going to go as fast as I can push it. Exactly. And she got those big old legs, so there's no telling. And um, I can jump off of it before I She's somewhat athletic. Something. She can stretch really well. And that's so another thing. He and me, he's the one who put me in sports at four. It was him. 
Mm-hmm. So if anybody could do something athletic, it would probably be the girl whose dad made her do things yes. like soccer and karate. Yes. For crying out yes. loud. But anyway, uh, but but I was raised to believe that I could right. do anything. And women, most women are. like You know, and there's a lot of women like you just got to, or you have to be able to do any and everything yeah. in order to make it. That twice as good. Right. You know, to get half as much. So, like, remember when Scandal was out? Yes. And Papa Pope was giving her those speeches and all of that. And I'm like, that's that. Yeah. <laughs> that's that. No, yeah. And, yeah. But I reflect on my life, and I realize that, uh, you know, boys, black, especially black boys, don't really get you can do anything speeches. Mm. We're not. I feel like there's a lot of self-esteem issues. Like, maybe I can't. Right. When it comes to black boys, like I know that there's a lot more black men who drop out of college than black women. There's a lot more uh, black men who just don't really try out here mm-hmm. than black women. Uh, and I just don't feel like, you know, uh, a lot of them are getting that that push, that nod. Hey, you can do anything. Yeah. Right? You can be anything. Uh, you should try to do anything. Now they'll give us sports in a heartbeat. Sports. Oh yeah. Uh, rapping. You know, music. Anything with music. Anything with sports. Mm-hmm. Go do that. Go do that with all your passion. Mm-hmm. But you know, anytime anything else come up, it's like it's not they don't tell us we can't or we shouldn't do it. We just don't really get that nudge. Like yeah. you can do all these things. And I will say in the heartbeat, like black women are very talented and and special, uh, you know, beings. Uh, they they em- they embody so many different elements, mm-hmm. you know. And and black men are special and they're capable of doing a lot of things too. I just feel like black women have that 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 that. Well, so that's the old adage: like you right. raise your daughters and you love your sons. Exactly. And I exactly. think that I think that. Um, I feel like you probably got a little bit of different um, upbringing because there were so many boys. Yeah, to to a degree. Like, yeah. I was essentially the de facto middle child. Yeah. My sister was the only girl. She was the middle child. But she was the only. But she was something. the only girl. Yeah. And so I kind of kind of fell into that middle child role where a lot of things were no. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> that was just for to, everybody else. Or figure it out. And I had to figure it out exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I think that I think that we can shift that narrative, um, especially with our son. He pushes limits. Oh yes, he's little, right? So that's what they do, right? But I work my hardest to not stifle his um, oh, curiosity yeah. and yeah. his creativity. I don't want him doing acrobatics in my face. Hey, oh, acrobatics is part of that. You know what I'm saying? Like I want him to know to that death. he can be an acrobat. He could be. He can't be because he's gonna be six seven. But he could be. <laughs> He might be able to. I don't. I don't. I couldn't get my feet up over my, my behind. Like I can't do that. Yeah. And I don't. I. Th- There's a story of my friend trying mm-hmm. to teach me how to tumble that I feel like I tell at least annually. Oh yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You told me that. What? It just didn't work, man. Yeah. Not God didn't want me to flip. I mean, when you got all that caboose, you know. It was a lot of caboose, and I couldn't. And I just was trying to navigate moving caboose over your head. Yeah. It don't, it's too heavy. Yeah. So, you know, it was a failure for her. Uh, I don't know if it'd be a failure for Camden. Might not know? be. He's got abs already. Yeah, so. he got abs. He's He got like little fat abs, though. He like little fat abs. He got like a keg. <laughs> yeah, abs. Like, <laughs> when he eat, he looks fat. When he don't eat, he has six pack. It's interesting. Yeah, he's 
still got baby um, belly. That's yeah, how he you does. know he's little. Right. That's the only way that you yeah, know he's little. The boy is about four feet tall at two. So we're dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Dealing with how we going to feed him. Uh, I'm trying to figure that out. This garden. You better get with these. Oh, yeah. We got to grow this fruit. You better grow this fruit. You better grow these veggies these and veggies. fruit. You know what I mean? You better Shoot. throw those seeds out in that dirt. And let I'm them trying go. to tell you. We can't be relying on the people. Can't. We will go bankrupt. Yeah. And hungry. Because he's going to eat all of them, whatever eat. we got. He try to eat all the food now. I have food. He'd be like, can I eat? He'd be like, eat? I'd be like, food, you drink. just ate a whole meal, son. Mm-hmm. But he wants your food, too. It wants your food and your drink. Yes. So they're thirsty too. And so that's what we're dealing with, folks. And so we're trying to teach him that he can be anything and everything. Yeah. That's our goal and I, ambition. I want him life. to. Um, I want him to always explore. Yes. I want him to um, have room to have his opinion. Mm-hmm. There's sometimes where it's like, okay, we gotta cut that short because I don't want him turning into a little disrespectful brat. Yes. Um, but I like that he has an opinion at this age. Right. And he'll be like. I'll be like, say sorry. He'll be like, no, no, sorry. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. I'm like, wait a minute. What? Oh, we can fight. No, I'm not. We can just fight that. I'm not. No, sorry. Either you say sorry, we can throw him down. That's the options you have. But he don't. But he means it. When he's not sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. When he's he, not sorry, when he feel like he did whatever he wanted to do. No. And he don't f- have no regret about what happened. He's gonna scratch up that little nose. Yes. Yeah, so he gonna say he gonna start crying and be like, no. no. That's it. I'm no not sorry. saying sorry because I'm not sorry. And it's like, well, damn, he's not sorry. Well, yeah. He meant it. Yeah. All right. It was mean. You shouldn't have done it, yeah. but all right. You got to You wanted to be mean. This is why right. people take kids to church. Yes. I'm going to guess. Cause this Teach little, them to morals. And yeah, this little mean streak comes Whew. out. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe... Maybe we can teach him to. Something got to give. Though. You know, I have mean streaks. She have mean streaks. So he gets it honest. He like, does. There's not anything we can really... But I think it's just that he is he has self a self advocacy yes bonus yes and I think it's just him advocating for himself and yeah so I, I I really because hope. we want him to yeah we t- we teach him to like you know this is you this is how you are this mm-hmm. is who you are we yeah. never make him like if somebody's like give me a hug and he's like no I'm like okay well yeah. Yeah, we don't make him give hugs. Yeah. No, we don't. And I think that. he, and I think because we were always like that with him, like right. every little bitty, you know, first walking, he didn't have to. He right. has this body autonomy and this like self advocacy that's just like mine, right? Yours. But you're gonna get that body washed, okay? You're gonna get this <laughs> diaper changed, okay? You getting this wet wipe? Get, but no. Yeah. Because you're not going to have fungus on your little peewee. Oh, you don't have okay? to fight that little one for a bath, though. No, not for a bath. I was but, say, but like, a, but a, but a diaper Well, diaper change when he was younger. I'm talking about when he was, like, one. He It used to be a thing about wiping his little front parts. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, you going to get this wipe. You ain't getting fungus on your... Mm-mm. I ain't dealing with that. <laughs> get this wipe. Hush your mouth. Stop playing with me. But, but either way, I was glad that he was like that because we right. didn't have him all day long. And I'm like, yes. I know that he's going to say no. Exactly. And he's going to advocate for himself. Mm-hmm. And I want him to always feel comfortable doing that. And if he don't like you, he just don't like you. And yeah. And the minute that he comes back and he's not comfortable right. saying, then I'm going to know something's up. Yes. Yes. Like, mm, like who, who made you feel like you couldn't say no? Because you could say no, son. you could always say no. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, hopefully, that is a thing that helps yes. us not have him fall into um, the space of feeling like he cannot do anything that he wants to, but also 
like we said, he's probably going to be seven feet tall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a fear that I have as a mother that I want him to always feel like he can do whatever he wants to, but I don't want him to not know how the rest of the world sees him. I don't want him to be blind to that. Well, you're not going to have to worry about that. Well, no, but I'm saying like, I don't, I don't want him to grow up, uh, like so rebellious. Cause I feel like, I feel like, so we, he, we, we laugh cause we call him like a little personal trainer. Right. Because he is, he's really good. He'll be yeah. like, "Come on, mama, let's go." And he like he has this one exercise he makes us do. We have to roll a medicine ball on our hands and knees. On our hands and knees through the workout room, up and back. He had me do it like seven times, eight times. Yeah, honey. I'm like, "You tired? Mm-mm. Okay, Mm-mm. all right, mine." And I work out every day, guys. Keep that in mind. We, so. Okay, we we. I'm sorry. She stretches. I, I work out. No, I'm playing. Ooh. We both work out every day. Wow. <laughs> okay, great. I'm just. She works out, guys. No, but he, but he like is on us. So I'm like, uh, I don't know if he knows it or not, but he's definitely gonna have an LLC by the time he's at least twelve. Yeah, he's gonna pass that ISSA exam. I don't know. Let's see how this goes, cause uh, yeah, he's been working me out since he was little bitty, little itty. The minute yeah. he could walk and run, he was like, "Oh, we gonna do laps." He used to make us do laps. Yeah, laps around our upstairs, cause we got a house that's like fully connected all around. And so yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can do laps. Yeah, and, and he makes us do laps. Will make us do laps. But so um, that was fun. Yeah. But I'm like, but I don't want him to. I he's gonna grow up with a certain level of independence. Mm-hmm. Um, that is unique, right? Is he's he's gonna grow up no, in a definitely. unique situation? Definitely. But I don't ever want him to be so disconnected from from. I want him safe. Yeah. Like we see all this stuff is happening in the news, and we don't speak on it a lot because I no. can't take that imagery. Um, so I'm careful with this and I don't even want to get into it, but we, yeah. we know what we're talking about because we're talking to, but know. I'm definitely going to teach him and I'm sure his mom going to teach him too. But I mean, from a male's perspective, I'm definitely going to teach him and I'm a little bit, I'm rebel. I'm actually quite rebellious as far as like, and it's funny cause I'm a part of my major was criminal justice, but mm-hmm. I'm very rebellious person. I don't, I'm not trying to, if you have no reason to stop me, don't stop me. That's just right. who I am. But when faced with a particular situation. Well, I had had a friend who had to talk sense to me one time. So yeah. we have that. But. Uh, <laughs> right. But when, when faced with a situation right. like your, your understanding of what was okay and what was not okay right. was helpful, but not as much as staying still. Yes. Um. And like, and a, a bunch of other things, right. and like God's grace. Because, no, it was definitely God's grace. Oh. Because like, yeah. Oh. As we see, y'all might no, get the story one day, but yeah. Yeah, like there's no, grace. there's no right way for this no. thing, um, anymore. Right. The, I had the the people that I had to deal with definitely had a little bit more common sense and mm-hmm. and and detective capabilities in order to realize that mm-hmm. I wasn't supposed to be there. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah. Like so. Um, and I'm like I said once again I, I'm I was blessed and I'm very thankful that they had those skill sets to make that decision and wasn't just gung ho because right. they could have been right. But you also like you you knew enough of what to say yes um to like bring them back to your own humanity and the yeah. fact that the fact that that's the world that we live in and the fact that that's the thing that we have to do it frustrates me in a way and and so back to my original right. Uh, plan when we first started talking about this thing that is why i created the black maggie podcast i created the black maggie blog um because i i had to have a place to put all of the things that i was thinking and feeling and i couldn't just be spewing stuff on 
social media. Right. Because social media stuff, it comes and it goes. It's not sticky. Everybody want to argue with you. People want to argue with you and all that. And I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. open for a conversation, but I said what I said. Exactly. And my opinion is longer than 140 characters or whatever the new count is on the different know. platforms. But it's, but my opinions are bigger than that. Right. And they weren't just rooted in my opinions. It was rooted in research and rooted in, um, you know, reaching out to other people. And knowledge I gained over the years. Okay? Yeah. Once again, I tell people all the time, I'm, a, I'm part of my major is criminal justice. I'm not arguing with you about something I spent four years studying. Yeah. <laughs> Period. So. Yeah, like I'm not. And so, um, so the reason that I created this podcast is just that people don't read anymore. Um, it's just the truth. But these thoughts, these feelings when it comes to surviving and thriving in America as a black woman are still very important to share. Mm-hmm. And I think that reaching the people in the way that they consume um, is important. I think that the people that I have been able to to get to say yes to come and be guests are important to hear from mm-hmm. um, because they've dedicated a, a significant amount of time in their fields um, to, to come to a expert level of understanding and a lot of the things that we're going to be talking about. And plus they're funny people too. Um, but I think just having a space that belongs to us, that is for our conversation, um, from us to us. Mm-hmm. It's a space for us. Anybody can listen. Everybody can listen. I think right. everyone should, but it's us talking to us exactly. without concern for the gaze of um, of people that are not within our community. Exactly. And I think that it's it's real conversation that's healing in times like these. So. Right, right. I don't want to talk out of that. <laughs> All right, she will. She, I'm telling you about by her Black Maggie podcast. She will, boy. We can have we can have a podcast about her podcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. And once again, uh, my podcast will be called Untamed Mind. So uh, I'll reach out to you guys and let you know about that once I get it up and running. Mm-hmm. But thank you very much for engaging with us with this, you know, out of nowhere podcast. Yeah. Um. And be looking for our uh, our next movie review. We're gonna watch the Five Bloods. It's probably gonna take us a couple of days. Right. Anybody got three hours in a row? But. It's going to be in segments, Mm -hmm. probably. We'll let you know. All right, guys. Thank you. Thanks.